That's the sound he makes when he blows a fat ass lactation. Wait, who, which one a of us could, could lactate? <laughs> Not me. Oh, that was me. I know, oh, I knew it. Yes. Oh, you can do it right now. Yeah. Sean's milking himself live. Um, is it blood? No. Or is it milk? You see that? It usually does a lot more. There's big little string of like. It's white. like not actually on your nipple though. I think you have a pussy nipple. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got a pus. Like you have an infection. <laughs> you know, I was born like this. It's been there for years. You were born with an STD. <laughs> I guess the first of his kind. Yeah. Um, what happened in that room, dude? Where I was born. Yeah, they just like the doctor, dude. He was a fucking. I remember that was my first memory. <laughs> that doctor was a doctor was just like <laughs> sucking on my nipple. <laughs> this child can lactate. He had a nasty ass bumpy tongue. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat tongue. That's what I remember is the bumps. Oh my god. Yo, it's kind of dope that cat tongues can brush their hair. You know what I mean? Because it's all bumpy and stuff. Yeah, it's it, like, spiky. Yeah, like. Rushes it. <clears throat> yeah, I was tripping the other day and was just like watching Mona lick herself, and I was like so fascinated. I probably watched her for like an hour. <laughs> uh, anyways, welcome back to another episode of True Side Talks. It's your boy Jeremy Long. I got Lucas, the With big a whip. Full of water. Well, it's arm. It's body it's armor. Body armor. It's not With technically. A mouth full of. Horsewomen. Um, and then we got Sean O'Brien sitting across from me. And then to my left, we got the one, the only, Noah Shockley. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we got half of Bloomers. Yeah. Got to get the other boys. Yeah, we do. We need to get them in here. Two fours. Two, well, Two what? Two fours. <laughs> Makes an eight. Two slash four. Four eighths. Eight sixteenths. Eight thirty seconds. Sixteen... 30 seconds. Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Math is hard. We're here. Yeah, I just don't push that far into that realm of the universe. <laughs> I just stay away from that. I just How say come? half and that's it. 16. Why, you don't, you don't ever go into No, I don't go that deep into fractions. Twos? I just don't need to deal with them. So I'm just like, it's it's that's out of my ballpark. Does it wig you out? No, it's just out of my pay grade. I'm not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, mm, I'm 16, not, 16 16th in 30 seconds. It's the quality of my existence. What so if, I'm just what like, if they paid you like six twenty fours more? It, I don't think it would make it that much better. Because I think it would make me strain harder in life, and I might die quicker. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you mean strain as in, like, taking Mentally. a shit? No, oh, like, okay. I just imagine you, you're I like... I think it probably has the same effect on the body, you know? Mental strain and physical strain, so I think you're just like... You're just killing yourself by doing math, dude. <laughs> you do a fraction problem, and you're straining really hard, like an hour later on the toilet, and you rip your asshole. Yeah, that's what fractions do. Don't do them. They're bad. I like fractions. Fractions will ruin your life. Math was like meth to me in high school. I just took it as like an elective. You're what? fucking... You're not a wish real... I was like that about school. You're not real, Sean. I wouldn't show up to any of my classes except for math. 
senior year. Damn, dude. That's I still failed, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard, though. I was in the higher level math class and fucking... Like what, calculus or something? Or what? No, or like... it was it was the class to take after calculus. After calculus? <laughs> like yeah. fucking super math or what? Like, <laughs> yeah, it rocket part science. Of the... <laughs> Superman math. Part of the final in that class was to learn the Rubik's Cube. And I didn't, I didn't learn it until about two months after the class was over. I would have passed if I had learned it by then. Yeah. I got hella lucky in math. Like, so I fucking failed math all the time. I like, I just like, I was like really, actually this kind of how Caden and I became friends, but I was really like attempting to be good at it because like I didn't want to fail that class, you know? Yeah. And I always liked my math teachers um, and, and, uh, witch truck or whatever. Like Ergman was the dopest. He showed me Wu-Tang and shit. Yeah. Um, but like, it was the year that he got fired for like bitching out that kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he just like, Shame. I like failed all my shit, but like he knew that I had been trying really hard and he was just like, dude, if you just like, like figure out these like four problems on this homework, I'll just yeah. give you a C. Yeah, and yeah. I was just my like, senior year math teacher told me that he was just like, you failed this test, but... I can tell you tried. Oh, no. He had me go through and show how I did my work to see if I knew how to do the shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, yeah. I showed him that I actually did the work, you know? And he was just like, all right, I'll just give you a C. And, like, he was cool as fuck, though. I was so bummed he got fired. And, like, my math teacher fucking, like, I went in to go take my final during lunch one day. And mm-hmm. he was like, come with me. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, we're going to... You know, the dungeons, like, he's probably going to fuck me in the ass and tell me that I'm still going to fail. Anyways, I hadn't studied for the test. I knew I was going to fail. Like, I was just like, this is not going to be good. And I walked in, he's like, come with me. We, like, step into this, like, computer room, and he's like, he, like, looks around, and he's like, you know what? I know you've been working your ass off. Like, you've had a B this whole semester, and that's your best grade, like, you've ever had in math. And he was like... How about you just not take the final and I say you aced it? And I was like, for real? No way. I was like, are you playing with me? And he was like, yeah, he's like, no. He in was in high school through a teacher. Yeah. I was like, teachers were just real cool to me. Yeah. He was like, I'm not fucking with you. Uh, have a good graduation. Like, I'll see you around. And I'm like, that's the last time I ever saw him. I was like, all right, man, you, I'm out. <laughs> like, I just, I was like, before you change your mind, I'm going to run out of this room. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a chance to think about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was cool, man. I was like, damn, well, I, I guess I don't have to. You know, like, I feel like uh, the real world is honestly more that way. They they hype it up so much. Like I I remember in middle school them telling us like your high school teachers aren't gonna take this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then I got into high school and they were um, way more lax. They effort was all i had to show mm-hmm. um unless you work unless you're like a lawyer or something well yeah taking the bar exam they're like <laughs> you go in to take your bar exam i was like you know what you've been working hard how about you just not take it and then you have you get issued the oj case and know nothing about being a lawyer you're like well, i don't <laughs> fucking know i think he did it <laughs> i don't know though i think everybody r- reaches a point of like actual competition in life way yeah. later into yeah. life like we're kind of entering that stage in our life where we're basically like competing with the music industry yeah you know yeah and true. then like or or whatever we're doing you know it's like we're we're basically competing within that that sphere and so you know you get that if whatever 
job you are if you're a lawyer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, that's, yeah. that's when I feel like real life actually is anything, you know? Like, we have nothing to go off of. We have like we all have, like, three years of real life experience. The re- you know, the rest yeah. of it's not actually worth going off of. I think it's worth, with the music industry, I think it's worth being a competition, though. Right, exactly. I honestly think... Like in rock music, they've lost this sense of competition and everyone's just got very comfortable, comfortable yeah. and compliant and they've well, they, quit trying to do anything. I feel like they've also, well, I guess it, it, the competition kind of breeds like innovation, but I feel like they're just like very complacent against innovation, like becoming Yeah, it's like became too nice, yeah. you know. Right, they're just like, yeah, exactly like you said, they're just super comfortable. They're just like... And, <clears> and, and, and it makes sense because I think over the last 30 years or so, like... Rock has kind of became a safe place for a lot of people, mm-hmm, like yeah. the outsiders and the weirdos. So it's just kind of got this very, like, here's your participation ribbon. Right, yeah. <laughs> Did you have a good field day? Yeah. <laughs> you so go home. See, and I love, I love the really extreme stuff. Like when we watch those videos of fucking bands, of like, and the bands are running on people's heads and shit. While they're yeah. playing, like I love that type of shit because, like, that is part of it, you know. And like the those people chariot, are doing dude. shit that's like the new. Chariot. Yeah, exactly. Like that's yeah. And uh, we're even looking at like fucking videos of turnstile concerts yeah. and shit. Like yeah. But um, and like, but rap is just put like I feel like rock does it within the smaller performance place like that where cool mm-hmm. shit happens. But on big performance scale, they just stand up and lights flash when they play guitars and like. That's fucking boring shit, you know? Well, like, we have holograms now. Why are we not using holograms? Yeah. You know what real. I mean? All the time, yeah. Yeah, like... Dude, dude. Why aren't we having, like, giant or, dragons dude. fly into the fucking crowd and, like... Yeah, like, there's know. so much potential to do really, really cool things. Mm-hmm. Like, we have so much at our... Fingertips. Well, yeah. At our fingertips than before. Right. And people yeah, if they can make a Ray Orbis and come back to life, they can fucking make a dragon fly into the crowd, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's so much cooler than, like, four dudes standing on a stage with guitars, you know? Way cooler. There's, Way cooler, yeah. It's really interesting to think of... Uh, y- you can create concert experiences in the modern day that people have never had before. Yeah, encountered. Like, you could, <clears throat> you could create... An interactive dome that fits two hundred and fifty thousand people, mm-hmm. and then project visuals and movies and things. Oh, that'd into be the dope drone. if somebody just did that out in a field and built like a huge fucking dome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it would, it would be like going to like a planetarium. It, you know, like Pink. Flo- There's like a Pink Floyd uh, thing oh, that it's they been do. Done. Yeah, they well no they do but they do they do it in a planetarium and it's like a fucking laser slash like video show and so like they'll show like the wall in the planetarium and like they're just blasting Floyd and you could go in there and fucking take a shitload of shrooms yeah, and just it'd go be dope if the band is just in a circle in the middle and then it's just like all the crowd yeah. fans around them and it's like you can look in any direction and it's and like shit going on yeah or if you just created like. Uh the screens interactive to like the waves being projected Whoa. from the music. Whoa. And then that just would, I mean, and then people bumping into the screen and like that shows up on the screen, like the whole thing's interactive and when like Pete nice. the movement of people, the waves coming from that too, like could like I guess if you could this. figure out it's like how a theremin works, you know, yeah. like breaking sound changes like the I, I guess it's like 
I don't totally know how that works. It like amplifies the the like change in the, like, the way the sound wave. Isn't it, isn't you it know? with like the sound wave? Like let's say you're moving up, you're like you're creating a, a sound like a frequency through the to the through the air that's mm-hmm. around it, and I think yeah. the waves of the air moving in that like general like space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the the pickup that's on there, like it amplifies it and like plays the noise. Well, it's like there's an old PC software, um, like PC's version of Apple of uh, iTunes, mm-hmm. and whenever you played music, it responded to. It just had a line, and the waves just responded. Right, right, so yeah, no, like they they do that on computers, and like we do that with like the sound bites from this, and yeah, stuff, you know, yeah, and like I mean, you can literally do that on editing software. But if you could figure out how to get the, a screen like that to interact with, with the movement yeah. of people, like so that like the sound waves <clears throat> in the room are, can be changed in like the way that a theremin does, where you put your hand in front of it and it changes it, mm-hmm. you know. But it would just be that, but visual, you know. Yeah, yeah, that'd and be like that'd reason. be fucking cool. Yeah, and then you people could see an actual physical rep- representation of like mm-hmm. how crazy they're going. Yeah, how wild yeah. they're going and, the, and like they cool. can see taking it to like each next level right and until the screen just like malfunctions <laughs> shows up. all over everything. yeah and then we fucking f- turn into a laser beam that blasts <laughs> into space the Fuck energy me. created from god it. damn it <laughs> we, turn, we collectively turn into a sound wave and then it pushes our planet out of our atmosphere or out of our out of our galaxy our, yeah and then we freeze into a giant frozen ball of sound, and then we crash into another planet and, and bring blow. them music. It just <laughs> comes from the sky and just like, <laughs> and they've never heard it in their life. True sight, twenty twenty. <laughs> um, Stand by, Shawnee boy. Hey, <laughs> how are you? You know, I'm good. I'm good. It's had a uh, had a good day. <laughs> what'd you do anything cool bought a bunch of fucking gear spent like half of the money I possess mm. it was worth it possessed yeah with an ED yeah oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's better to spend money on gear than pizzas then, which I'm about to do see I always feel good when I buy something yeah. you know like when like buying a guitar or something you leave yeah. and you're just like, oh, dude yeah. I was so, so like, happy yeah. to go into debt for gear mm-hmm. I went into debt for gear I just had to make yeah. my first payment on my shit though and that did kind of hurt I was yeah, like same. mine yeah mine was kind of steep but um, also they didn't tell me real facts about this card and I'm not very happy about it what do you mean like they interest actually, rates, or yeah, like, yeah. There's like, yeah, insane. they didn't like, they didn't talk. They well, said, that, I don't know. They they said there was no interest rate on any of it, even if you don't, if like, if you only pay the minimal fee, which like isn't true at all. Yeah, it's no. like a super steep interest rate if you pay just the minimum fee. But like, I wouldn't do that anyway. Yeah, know, but no, it's. I mean, that's how it really any credit card is. One dollar extra. <laughs> your your payments like a hundred and ten. You're like one hundred and eleven. Uh, yeah, I can do uh, seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, dude, dude, three fifty. I got this leg. I got this dude. leg, bro. <laughs> you want me to pay how bills, bro? You want me to pay how much? This car hit me. Now I got this leg. 
You want me to pay three fifty? Ah, jeez, dude. All the best I can do is like I don't know, three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they call back, they're gonna want to settle for half. And then you just say, ah, yeah, but I only got the money for for today, bro. It's gonna be gone tomorrow. Like I got it for like today, <laughs> and after today, it's gonna be gone. So like, uh, anyways, that's. <laughs> No one probably knows what the fuck we're referencing. I'm sure somebody does. Uh, Sam Hyde, look it up. He's kind of racy. Like, that's a... Dicey and raunchy and dumb, but... Yeah, that's how you handle situations. No, real talk. In the real world, you just make excuses. You just say, ah, jeez, dude. <laughs> and they go, oh, hey, buddy, hey. Because, yeah, nobody wants to deal with that. <laughs> I sure don't. I wouldn't want to deal with that. If you're a telemarketer and you're... Jeez, dude, you're like, okay, click. <laughs> I, dude, okay, I had never, I saw that skit and never thought I'd seen a grown man do that, and I did, like a 40-year-old man, like, pouting about the price of something, oh, and yeah. it's like, how the fuck have you gotten to this point in life? Like, that's what this thing Successfully. costs. Successfully. Yeah. <laughs> um, or not. He seems, I don't know, I guess, uh. He's financially successful. Yeah, dude. Pulled he up in the same high technique. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, how he got that Audi. Yeah, exactly. He pays two dollars for that Audi a month. <laughs> They're like, so your 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 monthly payment's gonna be six seventy five. He's like, jeez, ah, dude. I don't, but he did it all teary eyed. He was like, but do you do you think you could go any lower than that? They're like, all right, how no, about pe- how about six ten? People don't give a fuck about your sadness. You, like you have to annoy them to the yeah. point where they just don't. See, want that's to why that's he why just bitches named the... Barbara with the fucking. They've got the Barbara. They've got like the puffy dog haircut and like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know like what it's you're like it, it's fluffy. been on their head exactly the same way since the '80s. Like I don't know, I I don't know how they do that. Their hair is a sculpture. <laughs> but <laughs> and then they just come in with fucking. their fucking voice. <laughs> We've all dealt with a barber in life. Ugh, one of my aunts is a barber. Oh. Everyone, I have an aunt, an aunt, not Barb. literally named Barbara, but she's one of those. Well, my aunt Barbara's not like that, but there is the Barbaras out there, and we're we're just Wait, generally classing them under one name. Though. But, Sean, my friend, how's Plant Matter going? If you guys don't know, Sean O'Brien has a project called Plant Matter. It's fucking awesome. It's groovy. I dig it. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's going good. Fucking, yeah, I'm finally getting a band together. I'm finishing up my album. I pretty much, I haven't been working on my recordings for a couple weeks just Mm -hmm. because I'm just listening to them, and I'm probably... Just going to mix them and put them out there because, I don't know. I just want to move on to some new shit. Yeah, man. Because I've had these songs for so long. It's good to finally be uh, be coming to a head and getting them ready to go. Yeah. Box that shit up, slap a label on it, push it out there. <laughs> yeah, we had our show. You guys were at our show. Yeah, but, yeah, it was great. It was rough. We had, like, one practice before that. but Well, uh, I mean, but that's, I mean... It, one practice, you guys sounded good for one practice. I mean, yeah. no, it's nice because AJ just picked up the bass part so, like, easily. Quickly, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why we bought a bunch of gear today. I'm also gonna play guitar in her band. I don't know if it's gonna be called Janet Earth or I'm that's drumming. just. Yeah, no, it's drumming. Oh wow! But uh, 
So yeah, I'm turning my attic into like a practice space. Oh fuck yeah! It's gonna be tight. But uh, very nice, dude. That's exciting. Yeah, I'll have to show you some of the songs. I showed you like one of them, but uh. Yeah, you showed me one of them at the Aggie. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, no, I really like the dynamic. Of, like, when you were watching you live, I really like the dynamic of that group of, like, the, the people you've got. Yeah. yeah. It just, I don't know, it just felt really, like, light and just fun, you know? It, was, it wasn't yeah. like, a, I don't know, you guys didn't, like, no, you were taking it, like, yeah. insanely... Right. too serious and stuff that's I why hate it when bands do that where it's just like damn you think a lot of yourself especially you know, like, yeah. like you see a lot of bands do that even in their first performance and you're like mm, right. come on man yeah that's why it was kind of nice just like only having one practice because we knew we were going to fuck up but yeah, we were yeah. just like, 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 like let's just fucking like have fun with it yeah you know? and that's like, what you should do I think like, that's what you should do in any setting like yeah. any, like even if it is something that's got a lot of pressure to it just going into it and just being like whatever I mean, you know, I guess that, it'll like, happen I guess that's what the Aggie showed is just like yeah that's what I thought like because I I went into it like you know we were really overthinking shit and stuff when yeah. Yeah, but like the second we started playing it's like oh we're just like it feels like we're just in the basement playing with the guys you know like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. just always best to be genuine like mm-hmm. crowds can pick up on phoniness and they can pick up if you don't mean it and it's not real real yeah. to even you yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so like i mean there's certain really hardcore serious guys that they walk up on stage and they do their thing but it it's not going to rub you wrong because that's how they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you have the cats who go up on stage and you can read right through that, like, facade. It's like, it's like that uh, that <clears throat> rock and... Oh, man, that, that band we saw at Seventh Circle, it came up on stage uh, and, like, sound-checked, like, a Zeppelin riff. And this dude <laughs> is wearing a straight-up, like, leather vest with no shirt. Like, right, tight pants. Ball. He's, like... Well, it goes out of plant matter show. Yeah, that, yeah, that was the plant matter. It's the whole show, like yeah. um, expressionist versus impressionist thing. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. people who express themselves and then people who are impressed by things and do it. Like, well, I mean, that's all that is is like those guys fucking saw bands like that and they're just like, we're gonna do that. You know? Right. Well, and they but, they're yeah. they're reading. I mean, they're watching and and kind of going off of like. Hendrix and like mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin yeah. and Can shit. Covered too. Yeah, and songs. and I literally looked at Noah when they were sound checking. I was like, I swear the fucking god, if they cover a Zeppelin song or a Hendrix song, I'm gonna be fucking annoyed. And what did they do? The first song they played is Hey Joe. And I was like, Oh well, there you go. You just lost any credibility. And, and yeah, it's like for it me. is fine to have. It's okay to. Cover it is fine yeah. to have. Everybody has influences. Yeah, and it is perfectly okay to pull from your influences and have bits of that in your music well, it, but when it is a complete replica of somebody else yeah and you and you're literally trying to sound exact it, then it's like redundant and you're like you and, obviously and like you you can you can just tell as an audience member that it's not it's not that, that they're not really that person yeah outside no, but then that's you, yeah no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say like but then uh Bands like Greta Van Fleet, like there's yeah. so many like just older people that love that shit. Yeah, well, and, like, and I a get lot it. Of people that just wanted that, they wanted yeah. another band like them, and so to them, to yeah. them, they don't care that like yeah. you know that they are just ripping them off because it's like oh well, I loved this music for so long, and now I have new music to listen to. It's right, like which that. is and fine. I yeah, that. and I like, get that, and that's where like I had the same type of conversation with my boss the other day. Like he grew up in like the anarchy times. Like mm-hmm. fucking, he was an anarchist. Like he listened to fucking. 
hardcore and shit like that. And he was like, he was, I like came into the shop and he was like listening to Greta Van Fleet. And I was like, I asked him, I was like, is it, is this uh Greta Van Fleet? And he was like, yeah, they're fucking sweet. And he's like, do you like them? I know you like Led Zeppelin. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't because like. I, I'm a diehard Zeppelin fan, and I just feel like it's kind of invasive. Shitty, yeah. But but that's just well, my opinion. Like Led Zeppelin was incredible because there wasn't a band like exactly them. like them exactly. that they were imitating. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah. like, with that band we played with that Seven Circle, like, you could tell that he was just doing it to have, like, girls slobbering all over Yeah, him. no, exactly. Like the yeah, there was, was a like... certain cockiness about it. He thought he was awesome. He thought he was going to get, like... Fucking he, but, he, he thought everyone in the crowd would think he's the shit yeah. for acting that way. And but, he had a certain, like... But I feel like, like bands he, like, like Greta Van Fleet, you know, that <coughs> there's some sort of, like, genuine, like... Right. Like, goal. Well, I think, and I, I, and think I don't want to... I don't like, want to... It's a genuine love for yeah. that music. And so, yeah. like... And I don't want to discredit them, like, 100%, like, solely. Like, right. I, I don't... I don't feel like that's right. But, like, from my opinion on it, it's just, like, I... The per- I'm the person who will listen to a Zeppelin album a week and just or over or more than that in a day. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'll listen to a fucking yeah. If I'm half listening to them, I'll listen to like, them all day. And you know, it's mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where it's like those songs resonate so much with me as you know, growing up and mm-hmm. like being a better person and things like that, um, and growing mentally. And so when I hear another band, especially like how I heard it was on the radio, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, there's a song called The Safari Song. I was like, that's like a Zeppelin song. I was like, mm-hmm. this, I thought it was like an unreleased Zeppelin song that like Robert Plant yeah. must have push, pushed out or Jimmy Page. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there listening Ooh, to... That yeah, and, I, and <laughs> I was sitting there listening to the riff, and I was like, the fuck? Like, I was like, who the fuck is this? I, I was like, that sounds like Zeppelin, but I don't think it's Zeppelin. And then after the song ended... I was, they were like, that was Greta Van Fleet. I was like, who the fuck is Greta Van Fleet? And I like looked them up and I was like, they sound way too close for my mm-hmm. comfort. Well, um, the one, the one aspect that I really don't like is that there, so many people say like, oh, they're the savior of rock and roll in the modern yeah, day. No, and it's just like, they're just exactly imitating something that's already been done zeppelin was cool because they're doing something new yeah like, you can't save the something stones by are copying cool they're doing it. something new yeah. the doors were doing something new. yeah mm-hmm. all these all these legendary bands they're they're pushing forward so like the, the savior of rock and roll is going to be the band that knows how to push every single limit and still you know they appeal mm-hmm yeah no, for sure. Or whatever. Yeah, for sure. But you, 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 you can't just like exactly do something and 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 be uh, be the savior of a whole genre. But right? it's Music like that's already and came, it's like they'll you know? they'll settle in in their rightful place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greta Van Fleet will not go down as Led Zeppelin. No. Yeah. Well, and like word up to them for getting as far as they have. Yeah, no, what that, they, you know what that's got, fantastic, like, man. Like that's cool. But it, anybody who could fucking fool me into thinking that they're right. Led Zeppelin, so that's fun. pretty fucking cool. But at yeah. the same time, my opinion still stands for me, and I just don't like them. Yeah, like, <laughs> kudos for them for, like, being musicians, having a dream, and, like, being able to... Yeah, and push it out. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and, like I mean, awesome. I've said this on here before, but, like, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, we're bagging on having, like, influence, but it's, it's, like, I feel... I mean, you have to have that. I mean, to do the thing, to even be, like, 
wanting to do it, you have to be like a fan of it. You know? I, I don't think so you anyone have to like, doesn't have some type of influence that they right. draw from. No. Right. Yeah. And it's even fine. I know we find ourselves doing this all the time where we hear something and go, we need to fucking do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we, we like do we literally our just version did, of that. You we know? literally just did that. Exactly. Yeah. And like, but, and even some of the best records in history have been made that way. You know, you've yeah. got like fucking pet sounds and then you've got Sgt. Peppers, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's just how music is. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's a constant competition. Or art, and it's and it's like respectful though. It's not. They know how to do it tastefully, where it's an influence and not a rip off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can if you listen real closely, you can hear the influences of, um, like the production of Pet Sounds and what that had on Sgt. Pepper's and how this, the strings and all the grandness of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But you don't listen to it and it's like, oh, this is Pet Sounds. Right, yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, like I mean, we've came, we came full circle on that. It's just music is a constant competition, which is great. And that's that's one thing I like about it. It's like... Yeah, but you there's so gotta, there's so much shit going out all the time. So it's like you can have... You know, one day you're going to be influenced by this band or this record, and then the yeah. next day you can be influenced by a totally different genre's record. Or see, you know, I, like, I kind of see it though. I don't totally see it as like a competition against the other people. No, no, I almost no, I think just, that uh, music or like art should just be like a companionship, and you're basically yeah. in competition with all the shit that's come out before. Yeah, you know, well, it's, it's like, like it's friendly competition. No, yeah, it's, like, not, it's, it's not like, like going out. You did that. That's better than what yeah. I've done. So, like, I need to try to do something. We're not going well, out head hunting. I really want to like work to be with a lot. Like in my in my lifetime of doing this, I want to just like work with every artist that I find interesting. You know, yeah. like I just yeah. want to I want to like collaborate and do something together with any artist that I think is cool. Because it's like I don't know. I mean, what else? What else do you do? You know, yeah. like I ju- I just think that's like one of the best ways to go about it. I love artists that are constant like mf doom or i mean rap is really like this but yeah the, co- um, the collab right or like gorillas how he'll have records that like every single song is somebody else you right know? right and like he barely sings on the record and like i think that's fucking really cool yeah and when they find because there's definitely there is a sense in the in the rap world of where people will just get certain features because they know it's going to get attention right right but that's but when you, it goes wrong, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you can find ways... Like, I... um, I still don't know how you guys felt about it. Like, like that Tyler album. I like Igor, it a lot more now, honestly. It, it was really good about taking these artists that are not... Like, Little Uzi Vert sings a melody without auto-tune, and you wouldn't know it was him singing unless someone told you. Mm-hmm. And he, he takes all these artists and... They're, it's like they're not featured as themselves. He found ways to use their voices to further his idea of the project mm-hmm. and like make it more compelling with like like using tools, like using voices and people as tools. Mm-hmm. But that's what I love that like Flying Lotus does too. Yeah, like listening to that yeah, new Flying sure. Lotus record, and he's kind of always been this way, you know. And like, and that's something within jazz that I always loved. 
was that like basically they did just use and even just like in like the recording of pet sounds <coughs> they used the music musician as like tools you know it's like right. you know that this guy's gonna fucking kill like the sax part that you want to do and right. you know that this guy's gonna kill the drum part that ne- that it needs to do and shit so you just every single song you pick the right people to work with right you know and like that's basically what I want to do. I'm like, we've kind of, we've got like a really good like core group of people here, you know? Yeah. And so like, you know, if you can just keep that and then just keep bringing people into it, working with different people constantly, like that's, that's a way of not getting bored. Cause to me, if I did the same thing even once, I would get so fucking bored of it, you know? Well, yeah. Like I if know. we wrote a song that's like the last song that we wrote, I'd just be like, well, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Like that, you, you need know? forward movement. Yeah. It's like, sure. There's two things. It's like, you know, there's that that Henry Rollins interview where he's just like, and the third album sounds just like the first, so you know you're in for a good time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But other than that, like, I think collaboration in general, just not in the music realm, but in business and um, countries, like, Collaboration is essential for the f- um, f- furtherment, forward movement for- of humanity. <laughs> I, I think for so long we've been so closed off to uh, different like cultures and ideas, and like that's kind of human nature. Like we recognize like similarities and differences, and like differences shut us off. We, uh-huh. But like that's that's such a um, primal thing, and yeah. I. I just think collaboration in general for like humanity, people need to realize how important that is. And you need to bring in people's um, opposite ideas on every single well, thing. Like, consider everything. I wish that's it's how like we were when we, uh, even. when we found America. Like, you fucking well, see we, something we, that's different, you just kill it off. Like, right? yeah, no. And then, you know, it's like what me and Lucas have talked about before. Well, our like, goals are very fucked well, up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, the only reason that any of that happened. Like, watching the Sisters Brothers made me think about that. Is like, the only thing that we've ever cared about is, like, fucking material shit, you know? Yeah. So, it's, like, what's the easiest way to get all of these trees that, you know, this this group of people lives on? We'll fucking kill them and we'll get all those trees or whatever, you know? Well, like, and, and, and like, like I was going to say. a disease. And that, mm-hmm. like, human beings are destined for so much yeah. more than nice cars and nice clothes. Well, if we would have come nice over house. and just been like, "Here, here's this group of people that we don't understand, and we're going to try and, like, learn each other and try to, you know, like, see what this life would be like with these people, well, you know? And what I was going to say is, like, me and Lucas have talked about uh, what if, like, instead of the Americans coming over here, and, like, what if, what if, like, the pilgrims stayed in Europe and, you know, America was founded just by the Native Americans and civilization grew just from that type of thing, like what America would be. But in another note, what would have happened if we assimilated into the culture with Mm -hmm. them and then grew together as a populace? I wonder what the actual culture would be like and how, you know, kind of bringing in like accepting differences and then finding a better you know, a better way to forward or you know move forward into a, a like a collaboration if i'm being really honest like i think it would be just like the middle east no i thought the same thing i, I uh, thought it would have been kind of what what people i don't think often like to acknowledge about the native americans is they were 
they were fighting each other well, yeah. all the time yeah. and brutally murdering and raping each other. Yeah. And, you know, that's why the Pueblo Indians lived in cliff uh, cliff dwellings because they, yeah, that, was, that was a way to hide from the other tribes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Well, and, well, it shows, like, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, talking about, like, civilization. That I mean, that's what happened to Rome. Like, before Rome was a thing, there, there were just tribes just killing each other. And I think that's where, you know, you will get that, like, you know, that designated number but, one. But, but well, that's no, why like, I think like, we well, have let me finish this thought. Let me, let me finish this thought. You have that number one. So you'll have this group. So it's what the Americans did. It's what the Pilgrims did. You have this group who is so much more advanced and they kill everybody off or they unify the people that they've, you know, taken over. And so it, then it just, that's just what it is. Yeah. So it, either way, like, it, it would still pan out to a different thing. Like, the Americans never came. All those tribes would have eventually been destroyed, assimilated into one, or, you know, what, yeah, then you have an outside force come well, in. And, and like, we're, we're certainly not the first people in history to ever talk about this and mm-hmm. think about this. There's... There's a Charlie Chaplin speech yeah. that's exactly this. Um, there's Greek philosophers that talk about this exact I mean, idea. Even Graham but, Hancock. Like, yeah, freaking. but I think more now than ever with um, the internet, we have the ability to expand this idea and actually collaborate more and have conversations where before there really wasn't a, yeah. a, much of a chance uh-huh. to do that. It's like we have a chance now, but mm-hmm. and it's not going to be quick. Yeah. Even uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, but but it kind of needs to be. Like, true. Yeah. yeah. But I think all you can do is, like, people. You will never, in your lifetime, like you will simply not change the world. All you can do is plant a seed, and slowly more people start thinking like that. More people start realizing that. Yeah. I and think people It's like are, Tupac. He's like, I won't change the world, but I'll inspire the person that changes the world. See, and I think basically what our generation is, I think we are the generation that'll plant the seed to change things. Yeah. Like, I think that we're all young enough and have, like, very strong ideals of what needs to happen. And I think that, like, that... I, I mean, I, I just don't think we'll have the time that we need to to actually make a huge... Right. Huge impact, well, but I know and, and now, get we, would, we would love to hope that like we can play. Also, I mean, yeah, maybe know? maybe like, things will change really drastically. <coughs> you know, maybe maybe we'll figure out ways of making things happen insanely fast, and we will actually make a huge impact. But like, I think that's something that our generation has to be really well, like looking for. You know, but I th- I kind of think we are. It really reminds like, me of like uh, it, the it hippie won't movement. Be fun. No. no, but it, remi- yeah. it reminds me It'll of the hippie movement. It reminds me of the hippie movement. At that time, they thought they were changing everything right then, but it really didn't change all right then. They planted a seed to show the atrocities of, like, you know, policing the world, mm-hmm. and it still rings today. People are like, why the fuck are we in all these different countries? Like, why are we everywhere? Basically, saying that we're not um, being. Uh, What's the fucking word? Uh, starts with an I. Fucking invasive. not invasive, but uh, it, we're not being imperial. Imperials, mm-hmm. like fucking, just being this this giant entity that's everywhere. And we say that, like, as Americans, we're like, oh yeah, we're not, we're not doing anything. We're not fucking like an empire. Mm-hmm. We're just like fucking hanging out in the fucking Gulf of Bengal. 
Mm-hmm. No, dude, like that's a military installation. You're basically yeah. you're you're creating a hub mm-hmm. for global almost global domination at that point where it's like oh, you're planning all these little fucking little incels and you're mm-hmm. like, "Well, if shit goes off, like we're already there." So we don't really right. have to and worry about it. I think that's it. I think that's the whole thing that they you know they try to like push it under it's just like, "Oh, well, it's just in case anything happens and we're we've already got the, you know, yeah, I mean, like, imagine if the Nazis were to have done that, done the whole invasion of Poland and the rest of Europe so very quietly and very, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. It's the same thing. Literally the same thing. If they would have just done it quiet and just been like, oh, yeah, we're just doing this for the greater good, you know, just we're going to plant this base, you know, and we're just going to hang out, have an embassy here. This, and is, like, this is for you. Yeah. We're this doing is, this for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's... If they would have done that, they probably would have achieved their whole thing. Well, I think a counterpoint is that, and I honestly don't, I don't know how this works, but uh, I think in some places, like, people can rely on, like, the American (laughs) embassies Mm -hmm. to, like, actually give them resources Mm -hmm. and and help, but I still but I, I think we could do it much better instead of, like, Instead of bringing our military in and fighting for them, yeah, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like doing someone's homework for them, as compared to giving them the tools to do their own but homework. But as another counterpoint, that that also serves to be a big problem because we've already right. done that, and that's what creates yeah, just creates giving people weapons and stuff. That's what creates the problem, the, you know? the more conflicts because then you yeah. have people who go well, off the deep end with and, it. You know, and so maybe you don't give them. You give them fucking resources. Weapons, like you don't give, give them, them money. You give them resources like food and like basic shit. Like, the shit that you need to survive, and then, yo, if they want to fucking use that, they want to use that those resources yeah. to fight their war, you know, let's say we're sending over, it's like what we did in World War One. we were sending, like, ships full of food, ammunition, water, clean water, mm-hmm. things like that over to England and to France and shit like that to help with the war effort, because we didn't want to get involved. Yeah. And so it's like that type of thing where it's like, hey, we're, we don't want to get involved because... A, we just don't want to have a fucking global war, but how about this? How about we send you resources like that your soldiers will need right. instead of fucking guns and missiles and shit like that? Mm-hmm. Let's send you over the basic necessities so you can actually feed your fucking troops and you're not relying on, you know, your country industrially can create your war machine, but instead of worrying about paying for food and clothing and, and basic shit, how about we just help you out with that? Mm-hmm. You know, we we're on your side because we don't we disagree with them, but we're not going to get involved. Mm-hmm. Here's some shit to but, help you. You know, but as an ally, you always right. Make an enemy and, well, as and well. then and then as an ally, you eventually so get involved. So I, I think part of it is like you give them resources, and if it doesn't work out, you have to accept that. And it's like, well, we tried, yeah, and they didn't figure it out. So yeah, but it's also it's also if you thought about it on like small scale, it's like if you're standing in a bar and somebody starts beating the fuck out of your friend. I mean, like, how long are you gonna watch your buddy get yeah fucking beat up before point. you jump in? You or, know, or, or yeah. even even worse, you're you know you're watching this biker dude beat the fuck out of this chick, mm-hmm. this woman. Who's defenseless against it? Well, you know, it's like it's like what do you like? What do you do? Just yeah, what are you gonna do? Does everyone fucking, gonna yeah. stand there and go? Oh, she's getting her ass whooped. And that's right. why I think like ultimately, 
none of that can work. <laughs> yeah. And you slowly have to plant the seeds of just... Change as a global effort. Yeah, of just... Uh, Being better. No, Nobody knows the concept. You know, no one can tell you for sure, and I'm not trying to like offend anyone, but like, nobody knows for a fact what the concept of God is. And I can tell you that as a person that has had very spiritual experiences in my own religion... There are people in different religions having just as genuine experiences as you are. And they believe in a completely different God. They have a completely different belief system. And for you to tell them that that genuine feeling that they felt was um, fake, it's not. Yeah, it's invalid. So so people need to real. I mean, you plant that small seed of there is a greater good. We can all help each other some way. Mm-hmm. And these beliefs that we have, ultimately the point of religion is to be a good person and to help each other. So if you can stick to that and not do the exact opposite of what it has always historically done, which is massacre mm-hmm. entire cultures and giant populations... And just, you know, love. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't have to, like, love everyone. Like, you can walk up to a shitty person and you don't have to be like, I love you. Yeah, no. You just gotta be the love. You just gotta, like... You You gotta accept that, you know, only, really only you pushing positive energy can probably make a difference. That's basically how I'm looking at the world now is it's like, I can't... I can't make, like, a difference completely. I can't change the entire world. So basically all I'm going to do is try to just make people happy for the entire lifespan of my life. Yeah, and hopefully... And just push, like, positive shit. Yeah. And and just... I mean, and hopefully, like, in some way that contributes to the change, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. But, like, that's that's what I have to give. I don't have the, like... You, you don't know. have the the instrument of changing the whole world, right? You know? Yeah, you like, play a tune and the world change changed. your world. And yeah, like, yeah, exactly. If everyone does that, then it's gonna be a pretty all right world. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, change like everything can be changed. Anything can be changed. I mean, mm-hmm. you can change it whatever you want in your world, whatever. But that's, abroad, a, that's like, the other thing too is that people think that like their own lives can't be changed, like day to day. Yeah. And like the thing that I've just yeah, been kind of realizing is it's like get dragged into that. Yeah, and it's just like literally, if you don't like something, you can make it different. Will it? Yeah. Yeah. You and can, it won't be easy, but you have to proactively Right. You're gonna probably have it. to have some like really shitty times like trying to get out of that but if you're like you're with somebody that you just it's just dragging your fucking life through the mud like Like, don't fucking stick with that and you can don't work these jobs that you fucking hate and go to every day you don't need to work that job you know you can Mm -hmm. find something else you can win a game of poker with like the worst hand possible yeah we're we're fucking all on the same trip just with different different baggage Mm -hmm. right yeah i mean but like People fucking with the best hand can just run it into the ground. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, like it's, it's literally like having that poker face. You know, like poker face of positivity in a weird way, like in a roundabout way. So it's like just like you said in a in a game of cards and poker or whatever. I've won hands off of just bluffing. Yeah, yeah. just going. I might have a fucking full house, 
Well, and and people also, go, oh, shit, you're betting real high? Well, I guess I'll fold because you probably have a better hand. Right. And they get worried, and they go, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And mm-hmm. they fold, and then you're like, oh, shit, I'm the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Give me that shit. I'm going to go spend this all again on blackjack. Yeah, no, I, uh, like, today I was, uh, I was just eating lunch at work, and I watched this guy, like, pull up in the fucking, like, brand-new Escalade, expensive-ass car. And he gets out, and he's, like, you know, got nice clothes and shit on. And he, like, walks up to the door and just, you can tell just, like, every part of him is just, like, anger. Like, he just, everything about him, about his mannerisms, like, you can tell that just, like, anger was so deeply seated within this person that, like, I mean, like, their their lines in in his face and stuff was just, like, formed by the faces of anger, you know? And, like, to me, and I was just kind of, like, watching him and I was just, like, this guy, like, just doesn't realize that he could fucking... He doesn't have to be like Yeah, me. he can yeah. stop and just go live like an awesome life right now. Right. It's like it's like billionaires that continue to screw people over in their business maneuvers and just keep yeah. taking advantage of people. It's but, like but you then, can stop now and have See but the, I think that's something that brings people joy sometimes. It's like yeah, anger like, is the mm-hmm. is the most dangerous like emotion to feel, but it's also the easiest. Yeah. And you know mm-hmm. that it's not. There's something deeper going on than that. Like, what's what's making you so angry? Yeah. Like, what's the bottom line of mm-hmm. your anger? What's the stem? I think a lot of times with people like that, it's pursuing things that aren't actually of like any importance, importance to them. or worth. Yeah, and it's just like I think you get there and just look at it and just go, "What the fuck am I doing?" You know. But you're well, so into like, it at that point that. So like I've always thought that being a depressed, successful person would be so much worse than being a depressed, um, like, poor person. Yeah. Because while you're a depressed, poor person, there's still that opportunity. And you still... And you can still and chase there's things. still and things to still, appreciate. But when you're an extremely wealthy person and you're still not happy and you're walking around this giant house and you have everything you ever thought you wanted and you don't feel that way, I feel like that would be such a... A sad, well, more why, monumental, this hurtful feeling of like, well, I can never be happy. I've everything mm-hmm. I Yeah, you just feel crushed because you'd feel like you're at the end of the line, well, it, you know? Yeah. It might just like come into that material thing too. That, it's yeah, like, that's I, why I think like the root of suffering is just like having desires. Like, yeah. Is it like desire for like material possessions? Yeah, and that's like everything yeah. that I have, like I appreciate it with so much like, uh, I, just so so much honestly like i i look at everything that i have i'm like damn like i know i how hard i had to work for that oh yeah. fuck i know i had to i really had to sh- get my shit together to get that and like figure out how to make it like even my apartment i'm like damn i really had to like really had to work for that and work yeah. for where i'm at i'm and, trying like, to work to a point of only owning things that aid me in what i'm doing exactly and even yeah. down to i've talked about this on, on here before but even down to the clothes i'm wearing it's like i know that like, a problem that I have to solve in my life is that I have to wear clothes every day, but it's like I literally can have one outfit, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then I don't have to worry about what I have to have to wear because I have Speaking the one thing. Of which, I you know? and, but basically, care. everything else I own, <laughs> like, I have, like, a TV, and that's the only thing that's not, like, a tool that I use. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I use it to do color correction, so technically it kind of is. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, I mean, that's. I'm just trying to get to the point where it's just like, well, I and, only and own And there's like a broad that. spectrum of things. Like, you know, like personally, like I think fashion is really cool. And I think people 
I think it's a type of art form and people can find like really cool joy from um, designing outfits. No, I totally feel that too. That's kind of, of how I felt. That's how I've kind of felt about fashion for a long time. And I guess now it's just changing, but like I really, I really appreciate fashion and really like, I love to just like look at people who are really good at fucking designing and, and like fitting together a really like awesome outfit, you know? Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's like it's an art form in its own, and I love it. I love that. But. It is. It's a thing I've always felt kind of contradictive about because it seems very worldly, mm-hmm. but I think it can. It definitely is another form of art, yeah. and I think you know there are definitely people that that's their thing, and mm-hmm. that brings them their joy, right? And that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, even in the world of like fashion designers, though, I think there are people who m- make it, and they don't really have much other than that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's total like you've seen shows like there's total divas. And, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, Kardash- Kardashians. Yeah. They're fucking atrocious. <laughs> they make me so mad. <laughs> we don't. Want, I don't want to talk about. Yeah, that. they they're just people living somewhere yeah. on a planet. It just. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it really doesn't. That's what wakes me out when we're recording because well, we have that huge thing of the solar system on the window. Yeah. And now every time we're recording, I'm just like, wow, we're just a little, like, there's people in a box making sounds somewhere on a planet, somewhere in a galaxy, somewhere in the universe, universe, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. we're, somewhere what in we're doing is so small, universes. but also so important to us. Yeah. And it's like, it's just so strange, you know? But I think it's just... Well, you know, and it kind of needs to be that way because it's, it's very real and it really sucks when things aren't working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you sink into nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's I a mean, very real feeling. Um, I saw this meme the other day <laughs> that was like the two emotions of an artist and one is just like Bart Simpson yeah. running around a house like cr- crashing plant pans together like I'm so great and the other one's just him like laying in bed like all depressed. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I go through. That's basically like from Monday into Wednesday I'm just kind of like laying around just like fuck why am I doing all this why am I why am I working so hard I shouldn't be I shouldn't be doing this to myself and then like once once we start working on a lot of things throughout the week and getting a lot of shit done by about Thursday up until the next Monday I'm just like fuck yeah we're killing shit I'm loving it <laughs> yeah. like like that's the point I'm in right now yeah. like yeah it's getting a bunch of recording fucking... done doing you know, getting podcasts done and shit, and it's like, yeah, yeah we're fucking killing shit. I yeah. think the reason I haven't been working on my recordings for a few weeks, other than just like processing it and just like listening, would you? I mean, that's ears. part of like the process. You have yeah, yeah, you know. But it's also just like I was realizing I was putting, um, like all of my priorities were backwards. Like I was putting myself last, and I was just like, I have to be doing all this shit. I have to be like constantly working on music and, um. And I just wasn't eating, wasn't sleeping. <laughs> yeah. And by the end of that, I was just like, fuck, dude, I feel so shitty right now. Yeah. And, no, and, think, and it all comes to a head, like, it all hits at once. It's yeah, not I think like that's just. That's what me getting sick the other yeah. day was, like, because I had been literally eating nothing but fried rice once a day, uh, 
drinking beer and smoking weed and then working like probably 14 hour days you can can thrive off that though and i was oh yeah i was was for about four weeks and then all of a sudden it was just like nope you're done (laughs) and i I just had one of the worst nights of of my life and then i felt like a god the next when i was done when it was over (laughs) like i feel really good right now i was literally living off of like bread and beer and rum for a straight year but i did not feel like a god (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I'm drinking body armor and taking Advil every day, so maybe that's why I feel so good. No, literally, though, like, I took a few days off from doing all this shit because I felt so bad, you know? Took, like, two two days off, and, dude, I just felt so... I finally, like, slept well and forgot that, like, you have to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, woke up and I was just like, oh, yeah, this is what it feels like to wake up most of the time. Like, it's, well, I mean, it just shows moderation's key, right? You know. No, I was just like, I've been fucking not doing this right for a bit. Well, like this well, this yeah. last weekend was just nuts. Like, it was just a lot of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I overdid it, and fucking, I'm still feeling it today. And like, you know, I had a couple of beers today, so it's like whatever. But I know tomorrow I'm gonna feel like shit. Because mm-hmm. I smoked a bunch of shit today. I fucking drank beer today. Like, I ate healthy today, but, mm-hmm. like, I still put substances in my body that tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be mm-hmm. all groggy and fucking, eh, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do Like, anything. moderation is key because you need to, uh, I think you need to care about yourself all, first, always. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly rewarding yourself, yeah. you get in this habit of, like, more and more and more and more and more. You just all you start doing is rewarding yourself, and then like the do- <coughs> the dopamine wears off, and it's just not a reward, <coughs> and it just becomes a habit, and then you're just yeah. constantly doing things that aren't beneficial. Yeah, right. this is why alcohol is legal, and all that other good shit is illegal. Like, fucking, because they want you to just feel like terrible all the time, and just like. They want to kill off their population because <laughs> yeah. overpopulation is a fucking problem. It is. Well, it's I, a big problem. I really have this theory of like in this country, especially, we've been given this idea of freedom like, drink yourself to death, smoke whatever you want, have as much sex as you want, do all these like animalistic acts that are like that'll make you feel free like these things make you feel great right and then like that's all we're gonna show on tv like that's what we're gonna make our celebrities out of all these people are gonna have all of these things and like you're gonna live your whole life trying to get those things and then you'll end up working yourself to death to get those things exactly or you so, do get those things so you, you have this false idea of like freedom and like you're free to do all those things that are really suppressive to your overall humanity but like Let's not tell you about... I wouldn't say having sex is suppressive to humanity, but humanity. Well, but but like when it's it's obsessive. Right, no, I I get what you mean. I was just saying that 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 one just doesn't... uh, Well, it's just like, I mean, it just shows like... That one's good in moderation. But the rest of it is... It kind of goes with like the... It goes hand in hand with like going with that like pornography is like the big... It's a big thing and like a lot of people discredit it. It as like a problem but it's a problem it's mm-hmm. a really big problem and yeah. i've talked about this before a little bit on a couple other podcasts um earlier on and it's just it feeds into rape culture it feeds into men just craving and looking at women with an idea of that's something i can put my dick in and i'm gonna stop at nothing to do that mm-hmm. right. and it just breeds this culture of people who are like 
Yeah, sex all the time. I don't care when, I don't care how, but I want it now. Yeah, you just know that there's, like, girls walking around and, like, everyone is just, like, looking at them like a fucking object. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, like, I don't totally agree with them all the time, but, like, Freud talks about, like, his, one of his, like, main kind of theories to, to life was that, like, everything revolves around sex. So, like, if you have, if you work out, it's because you want to have sex. If you right. if you want to get this job, it's because you want to make this amount of money because then people will find you impressive and you'll have sex. Attractive and yeah, and like, but yeah, and it's, it's like, li- I mean, it makes sense, but it's huge like, push in human nature. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it's, it's well, and I, like, and I think even deep down, like, there's a part of you that's like, well, if I wrote this really good song, maybe I'll get laid, you know? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, and it does. I mean, that that is just a primitive thing that right. we have, like. It's just built into our heads. Mm-hmm. I mean, ori- yeah, ori- I, really I mean, or, originally, like, sex was just for procreation and, like, continuing on the, the population. I mean, animals do it, people do it, fucking birds do it, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's just a part of human nature and actual, like, you know, fucking life nature, like, like life in general. But I think as humans, since we're such this advanced species, we have the luxury to just do it. Mm-hmm. all the time well, and we don't have to you have the luxury to know that you don't need to be obsessed over it and that there's a lot more to life than that. well also like so if you look at like animals that do like uh like they're you know birds that do dances and stuff or like certain animals who like the the female will pick them because of like a fight that they win or something you yeah. know what i mean like I think that humans have that in a very different way because we have a way of building ourselves into the perfect, like, let's just say, uh, bull, you know, bull deer or whatever, you know, they, they fight for the uh, bucks. Yeah. And so to build the perfect bull, you, you know, you get this car and you get this, this house, house and you get, get this, this job and, and you wear this suit yeah, and, and you wear like and you go to these bars right and, and, and you work out the, these four days a week so that you keep your body nice so you can you know it's like yeah that's that's what we're doing now and it's literally the exact same thing it's just that's our that's our bird dance you know honestly it's just yeah it's like american psycho man like mm-hmm. it's literally that type it of breed psychopaths it, 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 it <laughs> i mean it does it it pushes yeah. it makes you want to be better and it's like it's like tuning a muscle car you're mm-hmm. gonna fucking add shit to it that makes it faster and it runs cleaner and it's just it, yeah, there's more like, power to it and one of my grandpa's friends that like he fucking has been building this like hot rod and he just always adds shit to it and it's like Dude, this thing's already too fucking fast. Like, what are you doing? You know? And it's yeah. just the same thing. It's just like, well, it's got to be better. It's got to be bigger. It has to be better. Gotta, yeah. yeah, it has to be louder. It has yeah. to be clean. And, and mm-hmm. it has to look just the way it needs to look. Oh, but, like, once it's done, it could even be better. Mm-hmm. I can add a pinstripe here, and it's going to make it. It's going to tie in this color scheme, and it's just going to roll down the road, and people are going to go, holy fuck, that's a cool car. See, but that's also kind of art, too, so it's like... Yeah, you know. but but still, like, it's it's all in, it's all generally the same in a weird way. Um, and But kind of bringing it a little bit back, there is animals, though, that do have sexual pleasure, and guess who they are? They're fucking primates. They mm-hmm. do that shit all the time. I think dolphins do. Dolphins, dolphins I think dolphins, do. yeah. But also they have extreme brain capacity as well yeah i wonder if elephants do yeah, yeah. because elephants are super intelligent too, yeah, so. yeah yeah but yeah, i mean yeah it's only animals that have i'm sure that there's like a part of the brain 
that, that gets developed. That actually, in that actually like understands pleasure, you know. And then I think that those select animals have developed that part of their brain, and then they understand that like, oh, if I do this, it'll feel like this every time, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they keep doing it and do it, you know, just because they want to. Yeah, and I wonder how it plays out in their minds, like how obsessed of it. I, I read once that the only other animal that kills for pleasure other than us are polar bears. That they'll mm-hmm. kill something and just leave it there and not eat it, but they're one of the only animals other than us that does that. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I think that's something my dad told me once, and so I don't know where that's from or if that's yeah. true or not, but... <coughs> um. Sorry, that was louder than oh, I anticipated. Well, we're... What are we at? How are we doing? We're at like an hour and ten, hour and fifteen-ish. Cool. That's probably... I mean, I'm, I I'm cool with that. That's a good note to leave off on for now. We can do, we can do a part two another time. Yeah. Have you <laughs> both on again, because this was pretty good. Yeah. I feel good about that. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, like we always say, just be a good fucking person, man. Oh, what's the, what's the day today? Today's Friday. Okay. Oh yeah. fuck! I gotta pick a movie then. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll I'll pick Sisters Brothers because we watched that. Yeah, and I've been thinking about that movie hella bad. Actually, I'll pick Mandy. Mandy. Yeah, man. Dude, I've Mandy. been posting about that shit all week. I've, I'm obsessed. I am so obsessed. Yeah, that go needs watch, doom go metal watch in it. Mandy by <laughs> yeah, it did actually it, by Panos Cosmos. Yeah. That's a fucking killer movie, literally. Um. <laughs> so with that being said, here's a couple of announcements. Uh. First, we're going to start with, please subscribe to our Patreon if you have, like, a dollar. Give us your fucking money. I will read you the tiers right now. For a dollar, you can become an intergalactic garbage truck operator. That's pretty fucking cool. With this tier, we give you the unstoppable power of operating your very own space garbage truck in the galactic universe. That's fucking cool, man. And, you know, uh, the benefits of being an intergalactic space or garbage truck operator is, like, you're going to get things like access to pre-sales for shows, discount codes on merch when we have it, uh, downloadable content, and anything else that is early access. And that's only for anything a buck. Anything we think of that we yeah. can send you. That's, that's only for a buck, dude. Just Anything. Like, you, I know My you... own penis in a box. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's only... Well, can you regrow that shit? Yeah, dude, I'm like a lizard, a lizard. that gets scared. Because <laughs> we're all we're all um, lizard people. So that's that's the cheapest are, they tier. They are rulers. Yeah, well, I wait, drop wait. my my penis falls off of me if I'm ever scared as a distraction. Because if you saw somebody's dick fall out of their jeans, you would not <laughs> stop looking at that. <laughs> it gives me time to run away. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Monkeys are a myth. Lizards are uh, the truth. Yeah, monkeys are just hairy lizards. Um, for five dollars, five dollars a month or whatever, however you subscribe, uh, you can become a cubicle wizard. Those are important. Um, there's many, many cubicle wizards in this world. Yeah, and uh, with this tier, with this tier, you can too feel the stress of working in a cubicle while also being a super powerful wizard, casting your spells to get your shit done. Along with that, you could probably earn yourself a cool custom mug that I will hand paint with my dick. And that's that's a not a guarantee because that's really nasty. But I'm gonna put a miniature paintbrush in the tip of my penis. Stay hard for twelve hours straight. Insert and paint it. all of these mugs. 
I'll be present and I'll make sure he's hard. No, it's just gonna be behind me, just smacking my hands <laughs> with ping pong paddles. I'll have two of them, it's like bong, bong, and then and then bong. fucking and then just and, uh, shoving crushed Viagra down your mouth and through a tube. Yeah. See, do you see what ping we do for you? <laughs> for five dollars, that's what we do. <laughs> we abuse our friends, uh, and then for twenty dollars or more, it. it's not abuse. Yeah, I, yeah, I would know. say that's your kink master. It's um, it's extreme pleasure. For twenty dollars <laughs> or more, uh, you you can become your very own supreme being, and with this tier, you have reached what we call quote unquote enlightenment. And by that, you're by giving us your twenty bucks, we can send you some exclusive merch, t-shirts, music, film posters, whatever the fuck we wanted to send in a box to you, and it could just very well be the same. Uh, severed penis from Lucas for one dollar, but you never Huge know. Box. Um, <laughs> Huge box. So that's that. Those are the three tiers that we have on uh, on the our best Patreon. Thing about my severed penis, though, is that if you play certain songs to it on the flute, it will <laughs> dance to you. It will dance for you. <laughs> it it knows up to six songs. <laughs> the thing is, you have to figure out which songs it knows. And some of them are very obscure. My dick has weird taste. <laughs> also, you have to learn how to play them on the flute, and that's not an easy thing to do. So you could possibly do that. But that's if you I've... do that, you can entertain people for years to come. Uh, <laughs> look so... at my dancing dick. <laughs> so please, please subscribe to our Patreon. Just look it up on Patreon under uh, True Sight Network. It's uh, just like Aladdin. Go fucking exactly like go it. buy those tiers, dude, so we can make some money and we can send you guys some cool shit. Also, with that, Satellite Pilot, Satellite Pilot is playing a show tomorrow night uh, in Fort Collins. We're the doing the Colorado Room. Yeah, the Colorado Room. It's a health and wellness benefit thing. Um, come out, go check it's out. The a, it's booth. an all day festival. I don't know the name of it. Yeah, I can't remember um, the name right now. Do you know the name of it, Noah? To the Colorado room. I know the what? name of the venue, yeah. <laughs> but it, it happens all day. If you're in Fort Collins on, what is it, Saturday? Yeah, so tomorrow. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, they, they're doing like yoga and they're yoga, doing Yoga, like doing meditation shit. Food and like, shit. Yeah, so um, come out. And then we'll be playing from 11 um, until midnight, so. Yeah, come out um, and if you want to come hang with us at, you know, late night on Saturday, come do it. We'll be down to hang out with you. And then um, uh, Lost Lake. June, June 5th, uh, so it's a Wednesday at, down in down in Denver at Lost Lake. Uh, come come see us and Ludo's Music and a couple other bands. Uh, we're really excited. We played with them, I don't know, like six months or three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a pre-sale li- or like a pre-sale ticket link. Um if you want that, uh, just DM us. I'm also going to put it out um, on Instagram and stuff so you can... You I know. think you can probably also buy them from Lost Lakes. Yeah, you, could, it, yeah you can also do door walk-ins and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So and, Or Lost Lakes website. I'm sure there's um, a door fee. Yeah. Like a few yeah. bucks or whatever. But, but uh, other than that, go... Uh, Sean, do you have Plant Matter out on SoundCloud? Or are they just demos? I got some demos from like two years ago on there, but... Yeah, check that shit out. Check that shit out. Plan Matter on SoundCloud. Um, not many shows coming up, but also check out Bloomers too. Yeah, check out Bloomers on check, Spotify check, check. and all your favorite shit. Yo, what's happening? What's what are you guys? Uh, when are you guys gonna start doing that record? Writing. You're writing. Recording. There you Good go. Voice. Forward movement. <laughs> Always moving. All um, right. What's the song of the day? The song of the day. 
Fuck. Also, whatever happened to that pizza? Well, we started a podcast. Well, so you, you didn't order it? What do you guys want on your pizza? Oh, fuck. I thought, you, I thought it was coming this whole time. Yeah, me too. I was like anticipating. I was like, no, I was like waiting for someone I, to knock on the door. I need those toppings. Okay, we'll do that well, after we'll do this. That God after. damn it, No, I <laughs> thought that was happening. Uh, I song let myself day. down as well. <laughs> I think song of the day is going to be... It's a cool one. Are we doing some Doom Side of the Moon? Yeah. I am. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play an excerpt from Have a Cigar by Doom Side of the Moon. It's it's this band that Noah showed me today, which fucking blew my mind. They're called The Swords. They have this side project. The Sword. The Sword, right. Not the Swords. The Sword. <laughs> uh, they're Doom Metal. They're fucking awesome. They have the side project called Doom Side of the Moon, where they took Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, and they oh, that's did the name uh, of the band. Yeah, yeah. and they and they uh, did this whole uh, cover of the actual album front to back, but they did it perfect, and it blew my mind. They but, did it Black Sabbath style. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, they have on their first little EP. They have uh, they have three songs. Two of them are from Wish You Were Here, Have a Cigar, and then Wish You Were Here. <laughs> And then they also have Pigs, three different ones, which is fucking tight. They have three different versions of it? No, no. The song Pigs, three oh. different ones, uh, from Animals. Oh, shit. I didn't know there was a second name to that song. Yeah. Well, it's just in parentheses or whatever. Why don't but, you uh, fucking read a book? Because I just listen to him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll play you guys the next group of Have a Cigar by Doom Side of the Moon. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We love you. Um, Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Noah, for coming on. We appreciate you, boys. Uh, yeah, we'll have you on again. We'll, we'll do a part two to this fucking madness. Madness. <laughs> After I eat a Domino's deep dish. <laughs> Get that in part my two. belly. <laughs> All right. All right. Hasta la vista, baby girls. Later, later, percolator. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, this is uh, this is Sean closing us out. <laughs> Have a good night, out y'all. Yeah. And out there on the west coast, <laughs> y'all be safe. <laughs>